0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode one of the Young at Heart podcast. I'm your host, Eric Rose, coming at you from St. Louis, Missouri. So, welcome to episode one, of course, um, again, Young at Heart podcast. Uh, Here we are. This is a pop punk and emo scene music, alternative rock um, music podcast where, where I talk about... More or less music I like, uh, in particular the pop-punk, emo kind of genre. Um, Bands like that, there's, you know, there'll be a little bit of wiggle room here. But, you know, this isn't going to turn into a country podcast. It's not going to turn into a hip-hop podcast. Leave that to my friend, uh, my friend... Keyboard gangsters uh, start one of those things. This is not going to be an Eric Rantz podcast. That's for a spam podcast to do. I will not be interviewing comedians. That's that's for uh, shooting the dog shit to do. So, uh, Although they don't do that anymore. So, Anyway, this is just going to be me. I'm going to do two episodes a week. Uh, this is just me. Just your host uh, for now. Uh, we may introduce some guests uh, from time to time, but... Uh, for the most part, this is just going to be me. Here's what we're shooting for, folks. We're shooting for Tuesdays, uh, perhaps to to do kind of a more standard episode, somewhat of a formatted uh, episode. We're going to go over the news. We're going to go over some new releases, um, tour announcements, anything that's, that's, that's happened as of late. And then we're going to do a, a kind of kick things, uh, kick things off finish things off with a uh, artist spotlight. Uh, this week we got Modern Baseball. Uh, RIP? I don't exactly know, but, uh, but basically we'll do a little artist spotlight. Uh, those will kind of develop as time progresses. So, And then I think every Friday we're just going to do a 15, 20, 30 minute uh, where I just kind of Talk about the scene, probably a little bit more of a kind of a long-form topic, uh, sort of free-formed, no preparation, no no real anything there. These are just going to be me spitballing off the top of my head and going over okay, probably a topic or you know, something happens or just it may not be music-related. I'll warn you at the beginning of each episode if it if nothing with if if I'm just really mad at blues fans. You know, and I'll probably let the spam podcast. That's that's more of a spam podcast uh, arena. But, but you know, we'll we'll get more into uh, some, just some more free form stuff. Uh, these are going to be a little bit more segmented. So that being said, let's jump right into it, folks. Uh, some news I want to talk about, uh, we're going to talk about the, the couple of big tours that were announced over the last couple of weeks. Uh, tickets already, I think probably sold out for these shows. You get the Jonas Brothers tour. They're coming back folks. Uh, they're with a vengeance. I mean, I was looking around for some St. Louis tickets. I believe everything's sold out. If you're trying to get some resale, if you're going to sit in the nosebleeds and I, I mean the, the cheap seats, you're paying $70 a ticket. And that's before taxes and fees. And so you're, you're pretty much going to probably pay $85, uh, 90 bucks a ticket uh, just to go see the Jonas Brothers. Let's um, say just to see Jonas Brothers. This is a great band, right? Can we agree? Can we all come together and agree Jonas Brothers are a are good band? Their older music was just solid pop punk. Some stupid lyrics, some immature lyrics. They were young. Uh, but the Sucker and Cool very 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 hot singles very good very good songs they just actually played on SNL so looking forward to seeing those performances i know they played cool and sucker i believe they transitioned from cool to burn it up one of their their hit singles from a little bit back then but uh, and i think they just dropped some basically like a compilation of older songs from their i think for a movie they're doing Honestly, I'm not super, I like the Jonas Brothers, I like kind of what they do, but I'm not like a, a fan boy or a, a big fan, so uh, I don't necessarily know a whole lot about them, so I don't kind of follow them on a day-to-day basis, but I know they got a lot going on right now, they're they're hitting, they're hitting it hard, coming back, they're doing a tour, uh, Same day, and in St. Louis actually, you couldn't see both these tours, you could not see the Jonas Brothers and the Blink-182 shows, they're at the same day. Uh, the Jonas Brothers will be doing the arena in town, the Enterprise Center where the blues play and then uh, Blink-182 will be doing the amphitheater uh, the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater Lord knows what it's going to be called come the concert but that's what it's called now Uh, Blink-182 and they're bringing this is a little controversial for some folks they're they're, they're bringing Lil Wayne on Uh, I don't know if it's a co-headline I'd argue that it should be but you know, I could imagine maybe perhaps most days Lil Wayne will play before Blink, Blink will close the show. Uh, perhaps Lil Wayne will get an hour, maybe Blink plays a little bit more than an hour. Um, and then you got Neck Deep, a killer pop-punk band out of the UK opening up the show so it should be good for them they should get some good exposure not to like they need it that bad i mean they're already a pretty decent sized band but this could even escalate them a little bit higher so um you know people got their opinions on these tours it's something you'll kind of i try not to spread too much negativity so i think you don't like the Jonas brothers you don't like what they've done you think they're just some boy band okay don't go i they don't need you to go. Trust me, they don't need you to go. They're doing just fine. You're not happy Lincoln A2 is bringing a hip-hop artist to their show? Okay, don't go. Seriously, don't go. Uh, I've got other reasons why I won't be attending both those shows. Um, and honestly, I would say Jonas Brothers, honestly, it's just cost. It's so expensive, and I'm not a big enough fan of theirs to justify it. And I've seen Blink-182 live before. I wasn't super impressed. I don't particularly like the venue. not a big fan of the amphitheater, uh, unless you're in the pit, which is expensive as heck. Uh, other, otherwise, I'm not a big fan of being on the lawn, and I'm definitely not a fan of, of the seats. So uh, that's kind of why I'm doing that. Moving along, i uh, going to highlight a couple of new releases. One's not that new. It's, I think, two or three weeks old by the time you're hearing this. Um, Heart Attack Man. Yes, Heart Attack Man. Uh, and they're n- killer. Oh, my God. I don't know why I blank. Yeah, it's Heart Attack Man, uh, Fake Blood. <laughs> These guys kind of killed it. Uh, I saw them open for Seaway. Uh, they, they've been open on Seaway's uh, Fresh Produce Tour. And they killed it. Their Their, their new, uh, new record, Fake Blood, is out. Uh, I believe it's their sophomore effort. Yeah. Um, it's a great listen, uh, fr- front to back. Um, kind of goes back and forth between just some, some non- not and this is not a pop-punk band uh, by any stretch. They're definitely more of an emo. Um, I, I've been kind of using the, the, the term new grunge. I don't know if that's accurate, but uh, that, that's kind of what they remind me of, uh, a little bit of new grunge and emo rock they, they 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 really my favorite the title track fake blood the opener um that's my favorite track on the album so far i'd say that's probably going to be pretty i think that's in, out for blood their their second single was was very good as well and sugar-coated um uh, honestly front to back i think it's fantastic so it's only about a 29 minute uh, listen so check them out i i think they're going to be I don't want to say big, big, because it's hard. I mean, it's hard for some of these bands in the scene to be big, big, unless they change their sound. But I, I, I think I could definitely see these guys headlining, uh, doing some headline shows, playing some smaller rooms, uh, and maybe even getting a little bit bigger than that. Uh, should they keep progressing? I, I don't sleep on these guys for real. Heart attack, man. Fake blood. Another spotlight I want to give trash boat they just jumped uh, trash boat came out with an album this past this past year was it 2018 2019 uh, crown shyness uh, a banger of a record uh, that was their sophomore record they just gave they just did a single uh, it is a cover it's kind of part of that um, songs that saved my life situation that people have been doing people have been covering uh, other bands honestly. I, I kind of have a mixed opinion on some of these tracks. I think some of them are very good, some of them not so good. So uh, if you ask me, Trash Boat, "Given Up," pretty good, honestly. My almost I don't want to say my only issue, but you know, the thing that kind of sucks is it's it's actually incredibly similar to Lincoln Parks. Um, you know, "Given Up." I mean, it's a cover, so I get it. Like. I kind of like when a band my my f- favorite covers are honestly when a band sort of makes it their own and kind of takes it a different slightly different direction. Uh, these guys were pretty honestly just pure to f- pure to it. Um, pure that doesn't make any sense. They they kind of stayed true to the sound of Lincoln Park. They don't sound not that they don't sound too different from Lincoln Park, but there's there's enough similarities in their sound to Lincoln Park's that. It kind of makes sense so uh some people will probably critique it for that reason um i say hey if if you if that song means a lot to you and you want to pay homage to it by doing a very somewhat similar job and a very great song very great cover um so be it so but i know there's going to be negative Nancy's out there that are like well this sounds just like lincoln park and they didn't really make it their own they didn't do their own blah 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 whatever i don't care that's fine don't listen to it okay bye so those are some new releases there's there's more out there um i'm sure uh We'll we'll kind of cover more Maybe as we go along But I uh, just wanted to kind of Shed light on some of these Certainly the smaller band Heart Attack Man That is I say smaller they're, I, I really promise you Get on board I think they're going places So Sometimes I'm wrong But I think in this case I'm hoping not to be So um, Very excited to see what they do Moving forward We're going to give the artist Spotlight this gonna be this is gonna be, and this this is it. I mean, I don't want this to be a long podcast, it doesn't need to be a long podcast. Um, that's not why I'm doing it again. There's gonna be the, the part two on Friday, or be me delving into a different topic, perhaps. Um, kind of more of a sort of long form, whatever. I, I don't need to explain this, you know, whatever. But uh, Art Spotlight. I'm very open to suggestions. Should you have any of things that you want me to cover on certain uh, bands, if there are certain bands you want me to cover, uh, one thing I will say, and a lot of bands are probably gonna meet the minimum, but I want, I'd want, i like them to have at least three LPs, at least three full-length records. Um, you know, there's bands like Grayscale out there that I think are just fantastic, sleep on it. Some of my f- favorite bands, they have one or two full-length records, it's just not enough for me to warrant doing a spotlight. I don't, you know, I want to be doing some bands that I've done a little bit more, influenced the scene a little bit, been around a while, you know, either change things up or didn't and kind of why that's successful and kind of go over everything. And I'm going to be talking about all kinds of stuff. So I've got a somewhat of a template for these to start. Uh, we'll see where that evolves. I'm excited. So... Uh, Modern Baseball, what a band. This band out of Philadelphia. Uh, I will point you to, after this, I would give YouTube search, Trippin' in the Dark, Modern Baseball, just search it. It's about a 20-minute sort of a documentary they did um, between uh, their second and third albums. it's super deep. Uh, it's it's a lot about them recording and kind of the process between uh, a tour they did with "Say Anything" and them recording their Holy Ghost, the third and possibly final album from Modern Baseball. Uh, we don't really know, but I uh, definitely check that out. I think it sheds a lot of light on the band, and if you're not already in love with the band before the watching the video trust me when I say you're gonna be in love with them after you may want to bring a tissue or two with you it gets very emotional so uh, but such a fantastic uh, I I've, I've watched it like ten times I and I I still like I don't cry but I still get like really emotional when I watch it, or yeah watch it so um, check that out uh, this has man out of Philadelphia somewhat of a Kind of just coming together. Uh, it's an odd. They have two lead singers, uh, Bren, Brendan Lukens, and then uh, Jake Ewald. Uh, Ian is on the bass, and then you've got Sean, I believe, on the drums. Um, Brendan or Bren or Brendan, we'll call him Bren. Him and Jake sort of split the vocals on holy ghost it's a true literal handoff where they actually have um the first five or six six or six or so songs uh jake sings and then they literally have a song called coding to the lukens where they he literally hands it off to lukens brendan brendan lukens brendan lukens whatever who cares uh and then he takes over from there and finishes out the record so other other out al- there are other albums i think they kind of i didn't recognize any rhyme or reason it was sort of just kind of switching back and forth um it's sort of a uh, they both have very different sounds um honestly jake has more of an indie rock sort of vibe with his singing and and brenda is more of a emo uh, pop punk the, it's It's very interesting because it is somewhat of a dynamic, but the songs don't sound that much different with each of them at the helm. So it's definitely not like an annoying thing where you're like two completely different singers. Uh, It's just a little bit of both, and it's fantastic. So uh, I don't necessarily have a preference. I think uh, on my top – I'm going to go over my top five. I'll kind of end with top five modern baseball songs. I – Three of the five are, are are Brendan. Two of the five are Jake. So, um, yeah, that's they're they're very good. But it's a very interesting dichotomy. Um, I actually really like them having two somewhat pretty pretty distinct lead singers. It's very unique. You don't see it a lot. Some bands have it. Uh, I know Four Year Strong, but it's, they're not their voices don't sound as drastically different as these two um sometimes you don't even really notice four year strong has two singers it's that um pretty pretty seamless so i will definitely do a four year strong artist spotlight pretty excited eventually to do that one uh but we're in modern baseball we're talking about them so we'll go over to discography a little bit here um they've reached my minimum they have three full-length albums. Uh, Sports, which was their debut, uh, came out in 2012. Uh, You're gonna miss it all, which is really where they kind of jumped off with the, their hit single "Your Graduation," uh, that came out in 2014. And then, uh, following the typical two-year album cycle, two years later in 2016, Holy Ghost came out. They're again third and possibly final record. Uh, certainly, sound you know they get a more slightly more clean cut sound kind of as the the records progress. Um, they don't really have a drastic, you know, the evolution of sound isn't, isn't drastic. It's, it, it gets more mature. Uh, it's certainly a little bit more goofy uh, at the beginning albums. And then uh, Holy Ghost is super deep and emotional and it's super. Wow. I, again, if you watch tripping in the dark, I think it, you'll kind of get the whole story of, of Holy Ghost and, and honestly, it ends up being a, a record you just want to listen to front to back and just go through the gambit of emotion from the, the lead. The, from the beginning, uh, Holy Ghost and the Wedding Singer, which is such a great opening. And they, that's uh, that's how they actually opened it. Their opening, at least when they did their headline tour for uh, for the Holy Ghost album that's how they would open uh holy ghost is kind of like it just a 30 second like uh very short uh kind of lead-in to the wedding singer or wedding singer which is like a it's kind of a banger it's a real like it's this very catchy guitar uh just draws you in just it sucks you in. It. It's it's fantastic, um, and then it ends with just another face, a powerful anthem that that Brendan writes. Please watch it. Doc- and spin the album it, if you haven't yet. I know they're not really a band anymore, but I still truly believe. I don't care if someone's not a band. I think there's no reason not to just keep listening to them. Uh, there's been a handful of bands that I've kind of listened to on their way out and I still listen to them. I mean, you're not going to get any new music from them, and you're not going to see them on tour, but uh, there's no reason not to to keep listening to their stuff, in my opinion. So uh, eventually you may tire of it, may bore of it. I don't I don't find that with modern baseball at all. So uh, they also got a few EPs. Let's go kind of over those. Um, they did a split. Um, they do a split with... I believe it was called Couples Therapy with Marietta. Uh, hoping It's Cold Out Here. Great songs on that. They did a, The Nameless Ranger, an EP they did way back when. It's only five songs, and I think it's only, yeah, 14 minutes. It's very short. Um, and then they did what I think is a fantastic EP that they kind of slipped in between uh, You're Gonna Miss It All and Holy Ghost. Uh, what, it's called Mobo Presents The Perfect Cast EP. Um, featuring modern baseball, I, or I, I don't know, but it's a, it's just a six song. I think Bren honestly does most of it. Uh, six songs, sixteen minutes, um, super super good EP in my opinion. Um, so uh, it's kind of where the music they've done a, they've done like a split. A, a, they did there was some big anti Trump thing that they did a song on called bart to the future part two the musical and it's like one of those 30 days 30 songs it's basically like a fuck donald trump type of thing that a lot of i think that's what it was correct me if i'm wrong but what my gist was it was kind of like a fuck donald trump thing that a lot of punk bands were doing so could be wrong but this is a fantastic band uh i, I jake and ian have their own spin-off band i wish i knew the name See, and as much as I prepare for the, these episodes, uh, I clearly don't do the best job. Slaughter Dog, Slaughter Beach Dog, and that's just Jake as the singer. Um, again, Ian, who is the bassist, I believe, joins him uh, on bass. Um, they're more of an, I think, an indie indie rock band. So, Slaughter Beach, comma Dog, D O G. Uh, they they tour and they they've done some shows. So. Um, you know, certain certainly Jake's keeps doing music. These are super talented guys. Um, they've they've done some big tours. They toured with their la I think their last tour they did was when Brand New brought them in Modern Base or them in the front bottoms on tour and it was one of those like, Holy crap. This is like a mega tour. Uh very sad I didn't go. They didn't have a, a show in St. Louis, but if they did I would have definitely gone. Yeah, I know brand new's got their problems, but still would have been a great show. Uh, I think, yeah, I say that. I'm not a big fan of Brand New Live. I've seen them. Their energy is kind of low. Uh, kind of not my vibe live. So uh, I don't, you know, some people probably like that. It's kind of a chill. They don't play a lot of their older songs. I think on that particular tour, though, they were doing uh, something in full. I can't, their, their third album. I don't remember the name off the top of my head, but uh, they did that one in full. Uh, and that's a great record so my top five modern baseball songs uh number five i've put your graduation uh again they're that's their most popular song i typically i don't say shy away from the most popular song but typically it ends up kind of being something that's kind of overplayed overhyped I don't think this is overhyped. I think this is a fantastic song. The drummer, Sean, actually uh, has a little vocals in it. it. I think it's a great, great tune. Uh, if you're just going to be jumping into modern baseball, that's a decent place to start. It's a high-energy song. Uh, number four, I've already mentioned the song, Holy Ghost Slash Wedding Singer. I lumped him into one, I know. It's not technically one, but I think... Wedding Singer is a more powerful song when you hear Holy Ghost before it. I know it's only 30 seconds, but it really is more like you'll understand if you listen, but or if you have already listened and you do understand. So, Uh, but Wedding Singer starts off with a bang, and I think it's nice to have that little sort of lead in for Holy Ghost. Number three, Broken Cash Machine. Uh, That is, uh, it's on You're gonna Miss It All. I, it's like a two minute song, it's so good uh it's just kind of a a fun song it's just fun just good uh solid vibes uh it's good live uh i forgot to say i've seen them live we'll, we'll get into it number two thrash particle uh that is a heavy like that's that's probably the most emo song they have in my opinion uh that song really gets me man uh, that's a that's a Bren classic. That's on the that EP. Um, God, that sixth song. It's got a weird name. Mobo presents the perfect cast EP. It was one of the two uh, singles from that EP, and it was such such a good song. It's so deep. It's a very little. It's, it sounds a little different than than again a lot of the modern baseball songs. I think that's in a good way. So uh, I think that's just such a very deep song. That's that's not a windows down, middle of the day summer song. That is a nighttime, um, driving with the windows down, just kind of just deep emotional hit. So such a good song. Number one, in my opinion, with a bullet, it's just another face. It's another one. It's a very... It's the closure. It's the last song from their uh, Holy Ghost album. That one hits hard too, man. That's that's Bren kind of laying it all out there and, and kind of saying, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna work on this thing. I'm gonna, you know, I'm more than just another face. Like, um, I, you know, there's hope." it's it's one of those where it's like we're in a dark spot but i know that i'm more and there's hope and here we are moving forward with hope um such a great oh dude that one gets me a little story behind that song uh i'll open the curtain a tad here uh, i've got sort of uh at, at this uh oddly enough at my wedding venue uh 370 lakeside park if anyone cares it's underwater right now. Not not good. Um not good at all. it's underwater. Uh I had some flooding issues. But but that park's got a three and a half mile loop around. Uh I ran that I've run that loop a lot. Uh, I was doing a ton, i was running there a ton before um for my wedding. And not like right before I mean like a couple years before my wedding I was running quite a bit around there. I would do that three and a half mile loop Sometimes I do it a couple of times if I was doing a longer, like a seven mile run. Um, but a lot of times I was kind of running to that album a lot. And I would find myself, um, I would start off with Holy Ghost, Wedding Singer. Uh, unfortunately, I think it's a very short record, Holy Ghost. I think it's 28 minutes long, uh, which I'm not fast enough to get around in one loop or to get around in one listen to the album. So I would typically add a song or two in there. Uh, but right before just another face, I would like switch songs and then I would get to a certain spot where I knew just another face would bring me home and I would just blast it and just be, I'd look like an idiot. I'd be rocking out to this anthem at the end of my run. Such a good way to end the run. Such a good way to end the album. Uh, I was super pumped when they played it live. Um, it's probably about as close as I've come to crying during a show possibly. Eh, maybe Swing life away for Rise Against. That's that was pretty close, but uh those are my top 5. Certainly check those songs out uh if you're wanting to get into these guys. Uh I would although I would suggest and, and this was not easy. These are just my top 5. I, I I honestly purely love pretty much every song they have. Um so I I would I mean I would front actually the title of this podcast young at heart the song redone they kind of mention, and i think it's part of the lyrics towards the end young at heart um i don't have to get into kind of why i'm not gonna sit here and bore you with i liked the title i liked the name it's it was a cool name uh in my opinion but you know it's from that song redone which was very hard to leave off the, the top five um but man, I I love jamming this album. Some great memories of with a couple of my buddies. Evan and Rich shout out. These are some modern baseball listeners. Um, but we'd be at our friends' lake house, just listening to modern baseball outside, smoking a cigar, drinking, and just fucking jamming, just jamming to these guys. And it's whew, ah. I might cry on the first episode. I'm not. not that emotion. I can get emotional, but I don't. I'm not gonna cry. I don't know. I'm not gonna cry on the podcast. It's not my intention to cry on the podcast. So, uh, but that's modern baseball. They're very good live. They, I, I'll talk about their live performance, even though you won't see them again. But uh, they do so well live. Great energy. I saw them open for say anything. That's actually how I was kind of introduced to them. They opened on a say anything tour on the Hebrews uh when they actually did their hebrews tour and they brought the strings with them uh but they opened they were one of the openers on that tour it was a great show and then i saw them headline um about a year later uh for the holy ghost tour and it was fantastic Uh, they brought i think joyce manor with them which was great it was a great show uh, Joyce Manor. and That was before they got a little bit bigger in the scene, but they were, and they were still, and they weren't small by any means. A lot of people were there jamming to, to Joyce Manor, but um, Dad, it was such a good show. They played, they played all the anything, everything I pretty much wanted them to play. More or less, they played. Um, they did such a good job. So, uh, very sad, very very sad that these guys are not a band, and I've, they kind of left things with hey we're not doing so well mentally we're kind of going to put things on ice Uh, maybe we just had to be a band again we will, we'll just pick things up kind of right where we left off Um, they did some reunion shows I want to say at the end of 2017 um, Halloween-ish season of 2017 is it isn't, like, Queen or Kiss on, like, their 80th farewell tour? I mean, granddad's Kiss, but, like, you know. They could be back, so. Um, we can only hope, so. Plugs time. We'll go Plugs. Young at Heart Pod on Instagram. Young at Heart Pod on Twitter. And then Young at Heart Pod at gmail.com if you have any bands you want to hear from or any news that you see um, if you're in a band and you want me to listen to your stuff uh, I'm not going to be that I I hate to be that guy because I see some kind of music reviewers do it that have more clout that you know have hundreds of thousands of subscribers and they're like hey if you want to listen to my you know if you want me to listen to your music you're in a band somehow you found this Send me your stuff. I don't know. Send me a link to your Spotify. Send me a link to your Bandcamp. Um, send me the digital stuff. Uh, if your band wants to have the my song, I'm I haven't decided what I'm gonna do song wise on this. I don't really care about the copyright stuff. I'll be I'll be quite frank. Uh, I don't exactly know how I'm gonna infuse music into this, but uh, if your band wants to. Be the song that i do for the podcast great let me know email me that that's fine with me so uh but if you got any suggestions for for bands you want to see me do spotlights on topics you want me to cover perhaps on my friday episodes uh or news that i might have missed um hit me up on social media young at heart pod everywhere you're Except Facebook. I'm not even going to bother. I'm truly not going to bother with the Facebook. So, Uh, otherwise, hit me up there and I'm super pumped to be doing this podcast. Um, It's going to be fun. And I can't wait to talk about music uh, by myself. We make a guest then. And if you're a band and if you are a heart attack man and you're listening or you're one of these, you're modern baseball, like if you're listening and you're a band, definitely hit me up I'll, I'll find a way to skype with you or do whatever we gotta do uh to get you in and we can talk music uh but it's gonna be this is gonna pertain to pop punk and emo i'm not gonna have you come in here and shoot some dog shit with me we just don't do that around here so with that being said folks this has been episode one young at heart podcast we'll check in on you on friday